Hey folks, Foxman here, feeling a little under the weather, so the middle class holes are going to be taking this week off. Instead, we're going to give you an old episode from The Vault. This is taking place late August 2020. It's called the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles episode. Enjoy. Next week, we'll be back with Adam and asking for a friend in the following week. We'll be in studio at 5 North in Bel Air in our first in-person, all three of us, in-studio recording. We're really excited. Thank you all. That I can't remember. Very rare that you hear a man say, "Thank God for cancer." Fuck you, Steve Jobs. Andrew, oh, uh, after yeah, a, uh, forty-five minutes later than we wanted to start, and I'm not. I'm not trying to poke fun. What I'm trying to do is get to the bottom of your psyche right now. Just going to tell us how you feel. Tell us how you're thinking when you're feeling it, too. Okay. Well, first of all, I watched a documentary last night on Netflix. And if you haven't watched it, I do suggest you go find the documentary called Tread, T-R-E-A-D. It's about a man who got so enraged by a town of assholes that he decided he was going to buy an industrial-sized gold-mining bulldozer, drag it into his shed, and weld uh, half-inch plates of steel combined with concrete, combined with another half-inch plate of steel, and surround and entomb himself inside this bulldozer, and then commence destroying every fucking business in town by every man who wronged him on the board of commissions. That's about how I feel. I was actually watching this documentary last night and thinking, could I ever get to that level? And after the hour and a half period I've waited to log on to a simple program on the internet, the answer is yes. Unequivocally, I could demolish an entire small town in the great state of Colorado if I had to at the moment. So Andrew's given us a uh, rundown, uh, five, five to ten minute uh, status reports on the update. Uh, it, was, it was an operating system update, right? So, uh, yeah, oh, Catalina. The Catalina fucking wine mixer. Took about 45 extra fucking minutes and uh, advertised. So uh, he's giving us updates and um, he says, I th- it went backwards. The bar went backwards. Have you ever seen that, guys? It's like uh, no, 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 not, I don't think so. Alan, you ever seen that, the, uh, you ever seen the, the any, anything that indicates? Hey, hold on, we're we're doing something. Go. Pew. Nope. Let's now see. I'm going to use my finger, and I know not everybody can see this because uh, some of you don't see the visual medium. But it literally went clink, 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 pink, and jump backwards. I n- I I've never seen and up. I don't like being late, okay? Wes, you know me. Mm-hmm. I don't like disappointing people. I like to be the first one to the party if I can, and here we are. So anyway, um, but no, I do uh, highly recommend you guys watching this uh, documentary uh, tread, tread on Netflix when you do have the opportunity. It's, it's, it's an amazing story of a man losing his mind in rage. Let me just read this synopsis to you. American welder Marvin Hemeyer goes on a violent rampage with a secretly fortified bulldozer made of steel, concrete, and guns after being harassed by members of a small town in Granby, Colorado. That seems crazy. No, no, it doesn't seem crazy. It's normal. Well, that shit mean, goes seems, down, right? It seems very American, but yeah. Oh, it is the most American thing you could ever want to see. It's 
it's falling down with uh oh uh, Michael Douglas. My, is it Michael Douglas. Uh, but the hillbilly version. It's like not in L.A., but in the backwoods America. It's like the like Joe it. Exotic version of uh, <laughs> Falling Down. Falling Down. God, what a good movie. I just, I quote that a lot. There's a lot of people that don't get it. You reminded me. Now, I said this the last time we recorded. We recorded. I gave you a story about when I was a teacher, high school teacher, uh, how how uh, how upset I got uh, in a particular particular moment. The most pissed off I ever got. Now you just brought me back to that that place in time. I'm not real thrilled about it, but I used to get pissed off. They had a box. The and by them I say they, the the students used to have a box of props. All right, and they would uh, most of it was decorative. You know, Christmas was coming around. We decorate the set. And for those of you who don't know, I taught a uh, a television production class at an all boys Catholic school, and we used to uh, we used to have a, a homeroom show. I'm sure that was presented throughout the school. Anyway, God knows where this huge, like three foot Elmo doll was part of the box props. Okay. And it always wound up in inconspicuous places like the chair I fucking sat in or underneath something or around something. And it had a little teeny tiny hole where uh, spackles of cotton just kept getting thrown out. And I had to clean it up all the time. I didn't like it. It served no purpose. I, I, uh, I called out. It was a planned uh, a planned absence one day came back and shit was everywhere and the Elmo doll was in my chair. I told the classes that I was going to rent a wood chipper and push Elmo through it. <laughs> I'm going to rent a goddamn fucking wood chipper. It's going to make me broke, but I'll push it through it and watch all you cry. Oh God. It does fascinate me that you would get so angry at something that you would so willingly do. I know, right? That's a total West such, Fox move right there. Such a, I was like, yeah. it wasn't a dick. It was just um, a world-class needler. Especially at that age. Needler. I actually got in trouble because, um, oh, man, there was some live action. Is Elmo part of Disney uh, or is it something completely different? I know it's Sesame Street, Sesame right? Street. Yeah, but there was some sort of Sesame Street Live thing coming to uh, the Wicomico Youth and Civic Center in Salisbury. And they didn't give us – they told us they were going to give us so many tickets to give away, and then they didn't. So I started cutting all these fake commercials, and I could do a pretty good Elmo voice. <laughs> and uh, I got us in pretty good trouble for this one because I'll see if I can still do it. I was – I don't know. I was doing different PSAs with Elmo, and it was like uh, – let's burn down the school <laughs> and it was just stuff like that and uh yeah they weren't too fond of those uh fake commercials because apparently i did not. pretty good who's I they pretty good elmo who's they uh the the promoters for the uh the elmo on ice or whatever the hell they were doing <laughs> was it was it elmo on ice who, i uh, think that's funny who owns sesame know. street <laughs> whose intellectual property is that pbs yeah so wait a second I pay for Elmo, so I fucking own Elmo. He's so really him, he's it. really everyone's intellectual property. Oh. I agree. And wasn't he basically <laughs> puppeteered by a child molester? So who's in the wrong here? I started Ooh. talking about playing with matches, and he, he got a kid toucher with his hand up the puppet's ass. Oh, man. Hmm. It didn't take long to ruin the sanctity of a childhood, you know, favorite. So, <laughs> I, think we're, I, think we're, I think the week off did us good. Right. That's, yeah, you think yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some people come back slow. We come back shot out of a cannon, just fucking right, right into a fucking pool of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest Always. joke. The greatest joke of this uh, this uh, 
this entire podcast. Gentlemen, uh, welcome back. Two-week hiatus. The middle class holes. Um, we had sent a few things around. This one caught my attention. All right. Uh, I always call it, and Murray, you, may, you, you corrected me the last time I said this. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. John Hughes Classic. Written, I believe, in uh, or made in 1989. It was probably written a year before that. You said, I, I said the best Thanksgiving movie of all time. And I say that kind of sarcastically because as far as I know, it's the only Thanksgiving movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I it think was, it is the only Thanksgiving. The only movie that is the plot is propelled by the fact that it is Thanksgiving. Right. And you have you said that uh, it did so poorly in the box office that it was then repackaged as a Christmas movie. Is that right? The packaging on the VHS jacket is has uh yeah candy cane stripes and everything all all around them with like Christmas lights dangling down. But yeah, it but obviously the plot is driven by Thanksgiving, which I'm not. I don't think it was a correction. It was just like a more look at this bullshit that they went and did this. But then again, if you're going to, I don't know what when it was released specifically, but if you're going to the movies around that time, I mean, I guess technically. I don't know what the movie poster looked like. If they did that, that was complete bullshit by some asshole producer that threw a shit ton of money. There's like, oh, yeah, nobody would see a Thanksgiving movie. Let's, uh, let's make it look like Christmas. And that's <laughs> probably all that went. It's like you the could, guy that wanted to put a spider in a Superman movie. You could get away with that in the late 80s. People were just generally more stupid. Not so much internet, phones, things like that. And people, the IQ was... Uh, was a touch. No, I don't think it was IQ. I think it was just we <laughs> were that. less opportunity for being informed. Right. Yeah, I think like, so many people go to that and you think, <laughs> oh, it could be, uh, it, it could, wait, it could have been a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie, right? I don't know. Anywho, we're not going <laughs> to, this, this segment isn't about the original Planes, Trains, and Automobiles starring John Candy <clears throat> and Steve Martin. This is about a remake, Paramount Pictures. Is talking about getting the Will Smith, the saver of the world, fifteen times over, and uh, Kevin Hart, the person arguably is the funniest person or the most funniest paid person in the world right now. Hart's Heartbeat Productions and Smith's Westbrook Studios will produce. Uh, in her feature debut, Aisha Carr will write the script. Uh, her TV credits include Brooklyn Nine Nine and upcoming Hulu series woke so uh get woke between reading tread or watching tread as you uh that's netflix too right mer yes okay yes it is um listen i'm not big on remakes but uh this has this has bestseller c plus material written all over it sounds terrible <laughs> no that's it that's uh that's uh, that, that's your siskel and ebert write up right there Sounds terrible. Like, well, okay, Alan. Now you're younger than us, and I mean, I'm I'm the I'm the elder statesman here, so I probably enjoyed this movie in an earlier age. Why do you specifically think that this will be a a, a big shitty turd in a very shallow I mean, toilet? I feel like this is one of those ones that you just kind of don't touch. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not like you don't Elmo this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, right. there no. No human on the planet is going to give you, you know, John Candy. And like, you know, it's not going to. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not going to. This is you can't touch it for me. Thank you, MC Hammer. Um, Wes, <laughs> I, um, okay. who, play, who, who plays who? Who plays who? Will Smith, 
Kevin Hart because I can honestly see them being interchangeable for the Steve Martin John Candy role. So who gets who? Right. Uh, I'd almost okay. So obviously this isn't gonna this is gonna go by physical appearance. I mean that John Candy was like six two, uh, pushing four four bills. Neither uh, neither Will Smith or Kevin Kevin Hart are 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 like that. But I think if you're gonna go just by numbskull kind of happy-go-lucky, uh, um, you know, John Candy-esque character in that movie, it's got to be Kevin Hart. He's got to be the one who's who's uh, who's out, yeah. out and about, and Will Smith is the, the Steve Martin. Yeah. But can't Kevin Hart get to that rapid pace rage better than Will Smith? And I'm thinking specifically of the, the <laughs> car rental scene when he comes up to the counter and he's like, uh, uh, I need a fucking car, four fucking wheels and a fucking frame, a fucking steering wheel, a fucking th-. and he just keeps going and going and going. Right, I yeah. can see Kevin Hart performing that. I mean, I don't know if they'll redo that scene specifically, but I can see Kevin Hart performing that rapid fire, funny yeah. pacing better than Will Smith. Right. He said, you, what does he say? Something about, uh, it's like, how do you do it? Like, Cause I, I was with Del Griffith. Oh, you mean the shower curtain guy? Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Um, oh, you know him? <laughs> like a wind-up Kathy doll that never stops. I think... Um, I don't know. No, I don't think it's untouchable, though. I I, uh, I disagree with Alan on this. I think... There's there's been a lot of movies and more often than not, I'm knee jerk. I'm like, why the fuck do they want to do that? Why do they want to do another one or a remake or a part part duh afterwards? That's just obviously going to be dog shit. And, and you know, Hot Shots is what it is. Uh, you know, hot Shots is Hot Shots. <laughs> if you get the reference, the, the part duh. But yeah, I um, get it. Yeah, thank you for explaining it. <laughs> and then there was Hot Shots part thirty three and a third. Great movie. I, I will say this. I, I'm very hmm. torn on this one because as far as the two people that they could pick to remake it, I am in agreement that this could potentially be the best duo to do it. So I'm not completely angry. I almost feel like it's an untouchable movie because it's one of the few movies that has a purity of heart, is legitimately funny, mm-hmm. will make you seriously belly laugh and seriously like, cry by the end it's a it's a it's a glorious movie the reason i don't think it'll work is because if they remake it structurally to a t then you already know you know the big reveal you the spoiler alerts already there so i i would be in favor of them making a movie similar to planes trains and automobiles but not necessarily but i don't know but i would like to see like a modern remake of it because travel itself has changed so abruptly like in the last 20 years mm-hmm. because of 911. You couldn't do like that. Like the you can't smoke in an airport. There's number 1. So like there's just little teeny tiny nuanced things like that that make it almost impossible to remake as it was made the first time. So it could be so much different. I kind of feel like uh they gave a crack at it with that Robert Downey movie Zach Gilliffanakis Zach Gilliffanakis flick. You know what I'm what's that called? Oh man, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. I actually saw that in the theater with my wife, and I was actually uh it was good. Even Danny McBride is like the asshole like motel operator guy. That's right. Yeah, fucks him up. Alan, did you see that movie with Kelly? 
Nope, did not. Absolutely not. I don't know. I was. I, you see, plane trains and movies. I haven't been to a lot of movie theaters in a while, man. Plane even before the COVID. plane trains and automobiles. You think uh, you're going to go see that? Probably not. Okay, well, I'll catch that uh, on a home video. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. So they still do that. They'll sell it as a package deal: the original and the old one, and then and the new ones, rather, and a, and a two buy one get one free type deal. I'll, I'll wait till uh, you know Columbia says sends me the pick twelve DVDs for a penny. Ooh, Columbia House, right? And then and then I'll get those and never pay them. Yeah, and BMG. Yeah. Well, hey, before we move on, I do want to ask if this might be the first movie that I. You know, since COVID, that is obviously not going to make its way to the theaters, even though they're advertising it both in theaters and uh, on video on demand. Uh, the new Bill and Ted. Is anybody going to is anybody interested Ooh, in this? Wow. Mm. Maybe. I'm, where, where are they releasing new movies now? That's like because because I was a friend of uh, DB brought it up this week, uh, this weekend uh, when I was out on the golf course. He said, do you think this is the end of modern day movie theaters? It's either going to be drive ins that that have somehow withstood the test of time and have now rebirthed as uh, as going out. And then whatever they release movies on. Now, I don't know outside of Netflix. Is there some sort of uh, paid for Type thing, or you just get it all uh, via your your provider for five bucks a pop. No, it's more than that. I mean, I just the first one they really did was that uh, Pete Davidson movie with Bill Burr and Marissa Tomei, the King of Staten Island, or whatever. That was like you, you had to you could rent it, and it was like a four day rental for like twenty bucks. Which you know, a brand new movie that ain't that bad. I mean, I if if me and the wife went, I mean, it'd be like forty right. fifty bucks with popcorn. Twenty so that's, bucks. That's that's reasonable. If you're doing it with the kids, uh, you know, I think that's fine. Yeah. But is this? Is this I, I'd be willing. Is this the end of the modern the modern movie theater? Do you think the, the going in? Because I said no. I said I just still think that um, that's so ingrained in people's DNA of it, at the very least just getting out of the house and the movie experience. Sitting in now, Christ, in the last five years with those fucking reclining seats, this thing's just like. I can't put my feet up, but you know what I'm talking about. And Christ, if, if lathered buttered popcorn wasn't enough, then this this sets it off. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's dead either, but it's going to be a while before you start packing in a theater again. But I mean, I'm just as content to chill on my couch and watch the newest movie. I've okay. definitely done that even prior to COVID was like, ah, oh, you know, you've been pirated I would now. watch that movie, not in a movie theater. So there are tons of those movies. You've been getting uh, them illegally, illegally. Well, no, I'm just saying like nowadays. So like to your question earlier, like, so we don't have cable. We just have internet. So we have like Amazon prime and Netflix and all that good stuff. Um, and like on Amazon Prime, a lot of the movies that I guess would have come out in theaters now, you can, like, uh, like Mer said, you can rent them or you can buy them, whatever you feel like doing. So it's kind of nice because you're really not missing anything. Gotcha. But I guess the experience. I actually think that this is going to usher in another golden age of movies because what I think is going to happen is, okay, 
let's back up a little bit. There's a lot of movies that came out that I would not spend the amount of money I was spending in a theater to watch them. So I would purposefully wait. Like your more artsy movies, like your more dramatic movies, even like a good Christopher Nolan movie. I'm like, ah, this is too dramatic and slow for me to want to spend 40, 50 bucks to go watch in the theater. So I'm going to wait for it to come out and I'll watch it, you know, either on HBO or I'll rent it or whatever. But the Marvel movies, there was no way in hell I was going to miss a single Marvel movie. And those things cost, you know, half a billion dollars to make. They'll make it back in the first two weekends. So I think what's going to end up happening is your movie theaters are going to have more reclining seats. Uh, they're going to have maybe waiters and waitresses coming to the actual seats. If you like push like the little airplane stewardess button, Bing, I'd like a beer and, and have like this ultimate experience. And I think you're going to have like Avatar-esque movies that you go to the theater for. And then you're going to have your Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 3 that is movie on demand, but maybe you pay 30 bucks for it to watch at home on its opening weekend. And I think that allows for these art house movies to still make money because nobody goes to see these fucking art house movies in the theater. Right. But I'll, I'll pay 10, 15 bucks for them at home, but I'm not going to waste a whole trip and a night out to go watch them, but I do want to see them. So I think kind of because of the way the internet has said, hey, you guys can do this in the comfort of your own home now. It's going to be a little more expensive than your average home movie, but less expensive than your night out movie. And I think that will allow more movies to be seen, you know, on a on their first release. He's got a point. Like every Best Picture nominee for the Academy Awards. So basically, like, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't – the trailer for 12 Years a Slave came on, and I was like, man – that shit looks interesting, except not in a movie theater. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this would be that would just be perfect. I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's let's sit, let's hunker down for sixteen hours and watch this movie. <laughs> That's a great example because you know, as a very 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 white man, I don't like to feel the pressure of my white racism amongst the crowd. I would rather prefer to uh, experience that within myself and at my own home, where you know. <laughs> My reaction or non-reaction to a scene might, uh, you know, uh, be consequential to my health. That's fair. Uh, well, yeah, all right. We, 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 I feel good. I feel good about that. Actually, Mur, that uh, reminded me. Mur and I went and saw in the theaters Clone Wars, Star Wars. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, just me and him, and this is like, um, I guess it is two thousand three, something like that. Holy shit. That's such uh, a way back machine thing. It's the first time we, it was a three and out uh, questionnaire about a year ago. Uh, Maybe, maybe even less than that. Um, It's not clapping in movies. And I clapped in a movie then. It's the first time. It's like when the fucking. Dude, I got to tell you, man, when uh, uh, Endgame. Have you guys all seen Endgame? I'm sure this. Yeah. Okay, spoiler alert. Stuff's over now, right? We can we yeah, can talk yeah, about sure. it. If you yeah. haven't seen Endgame, you fucked up. Okay, <laughs> it's your own fault. When, <laughs> when Cat when Cat picks up the fucking hammer, man, that yeah. whole theater erupted, me included. And I, I'll tell you what, I actually got kind of teary eyed when uh, Black Panther comes out and he starts going, and everybody starts chanting. Everybody in my theater started doing the fucking Black Panther chant. It was that was an experience. You can't get that at home, man. So, yes, I think theaters will they'll come back. I mean, we all have like too short of memories here. We've only we have been in lockdown for far too long. 
but it hasn't been that long. It's been less than six months. Right. But I, I will we're say, gonna get, I, th- I, th- I, th- I started to interrupt. I think we're going to get it. Come on. Tell me. Come on. Because I can't finish my thought until you finish your thought. I can't start my thought until you finish your thought. I'm just saying, once Bill Gates comes out with his uh, tracker vaccine that uh, puts some, you know, radioactive chemical in our bodies that kills COVID and gives us instantaneous Wi-Fi through the Microsoft network, (laughs) we're all going to be back in the theaters. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, we wouldn't we won't have to be in the theaters because you'll just be able to watch it in your brain. You'll be part of the singularity at that point. So it'll just it's nothing. You are the Internet. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I don't even have to imagine things anymore. Nope, <clears throat> nothing. Yeah, yeah. Mer, that just sit kind of on, blew sit on my that. mind a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> Nags, well, I'm thinking about uh, Elon Musk's like Neuralink thing, where he's like, you, you, you'll be the internet. Like, yeah, that's uh, the singularity, blow, uh, dude. Just Google the singularity, and you'll fucking you'll go down a rabbit hole. Like Keanu Reeves, like literally just went inside my brain, and just went, yeah. Whoa. It's like legit Matrix shit. It's like you just are the internet. Like it's you don't live anymore. You're just everything's just a projection. Mm, doesn't sound so bad. No, not at all. No, <laughs> and I got to get up for work That's tomorrow. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I, but I, I, I have heard and I have read that this is also a uh, has gotten an uptick in drive-in movies. Have you guys ever been to one? Yes. Okay, oh. uh, Alan, so, always the analytical type. Yes, uh, move on. <laughs> okay. Give us some give us some context. No, Where? I mean uh, it has. It's been a, a long time, but I mean at Benji's, same place. Benji's probably. is in um, uh, Middle River. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I mean it's pretty generic. You know, there's there are concessions, but you can bring your own stuff. I believe with like, I think there's maybe like a fee, like. Five bucks or something like that. I'm sure they like police that. really. Some... They police really well too. Yeah. All right, kid, so, lift up yeah, your shirt. So it's not too bad. Let me see if you got any juju bees down there. But the problem is, is like I, the the only drawback to drive-ins, in my opinion, is like it, it's usually like three movies back to back to back, and there's like a little bit of an intermission. You know what I mean? So you can go take a piss and like do whatever you got to do. But like, yeah, like pull up Benji's right now, and I guarantee you it'll be like at least two movies. And it'll be on the same night, so you you can, I guess, stay. You don't have to stay, but you know, sometimes you're like, "Oh shit, that's three good movies," but you got to roll through like six hours worth of fucking <laughs> film. So it's up to you. But it's a cool little experience, and I think now in COVID, it's definitely fitting. I mean, it makes the most sense. Yeah, uh, Andrew. No, I wanted to go, and when they had the one in uh, Churchville, Maryland, oh, like yeah. they had that, and. You know, and apparently it had gotten so run down by the time they decided to rip it out of the ground that, it, like, you know, they had like the speakers were all rusted out. Apparently, only like a third of them actually worked. And but I, I was always mad that I didn't at least get to have that experience. And now I'm just thinking those people are probably kicking themselves at how much money they could be making if they were able to keep that sucker up and running. Yeah. I mean, you can't see into the future for a pandemic, you know. 20 years after you ripped it down but yeah and i've also seen like um like burt kreischer and some of these comedians are now doing drive-in comedy shows where they have people they go to the drive-in movie theaters and then they set up a stage in front of the screen and then on the screens them and they're able to perform these live shows and 
I mean, I think it's a trend that'll continue after COVID, th- that type of stuff. But yeah, I wish there was a driving movie theater around here. I could get out and do something, but there, there I can't. is Middle River. Did it take you about an hour? Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, you get there. You could do, get there, Andrew. Drive, drive the wifey. Drive the little boy down. Go see nah. a go see a double kids feature. Yeah, that, well, the double feature right now is Clueless and Mean Girls. If you're into it, oh so. boy, yeah, at least but Clueless no, coming uh, later in August. The Empire Strikes Back and the first Avengers film. Wow, that's pre- that's pretty heavy right there. Mark yeah. that. that that might that might be worth the trip. Drop drop. I'm the- saying they do they do good mixes. Like uh, July was pretty solid. Uh, it had Black Panther and Creed. Mm. One weekend, I think we gotta we gotta organize a little Benji's party. Yeah, I mean, get some brouhaha's, make the make the girls drive. Hell yeah! <laughs> Woo! All right, marking the calendar. Middle class house is coming to Benji's. What I was gonna say was, I did I did go to the one in Edgewood or Churchville rather. Uh, so Alan, if, uh, since for those of you who don't know, Alan included, uh, Churchville was quite the destination for us Cecil Countyers because it had a really good batting cage putt-putt golf, driving range, and uh, a little ice cream shop next to it called the Arctic Circle. Mm-hmm. And, man, that stuff was delicious. Uh, but da- not what, what would you say, Andrew? A quarter mile, maybe, down the road was a drive-in movie theater? Yeah, something like that. It, it, it was all, yeah, it was, it was like your one-stop, like, high school debauchery destination was that one little stretch of Churchville. Right. And I can remember I was the last time I went, I was 19. My cousin from South Dakota was in town. He was a year younger. And we took our buddies. Uh, we took Ed's pickup truck uh, in there and uh, basically set up lawn chairs like Dazed and Confused in the back and drank beer while we watched uh, Blue Crush. Solid film. Whew. Yeah. You guys uh, bring beach towels for your laps too for that bad boy. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> no, I think we uh, we lost interest about. Well, any time there was like a bikini slash surf scene, like oh yeah yeah she's on. Um, but other than that, now we just kind of guzzled as many Coors Lights as we could as nineteen year olds because no one gave a damn. It's like oh, it, sounds, yeah. it sounds like one of those truly bad ideas. Like uh, a couple summers back. Uh, Jack Blue Blue from right, so our you, fraternity. Okay, Mer- so you, you're you're comparing my 19 year old self to Blue's what like 40 year old self? Okay, fair yeah, enough. Go yeah, on. Yes, Go yes. On. And here's the worst part about it. So uh, he, I think, won tickets to the Chainsmokers or something at Merriweather, mm-hmm. and. He had he like had to go because I think he had just had to go because he won tickets, you know, like one of those kind of deals. So I went with him, and it was the fucking worst experience of my life. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> just going he, to see the Chainsmokers. Uh, we, we I think we heard like two songs, and we were like, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here." We, <laughs> <laughs> like, it, yeah. So I don't know. It just reminded me of that former number one overall pick. Uh, of the San Francisco 49ers, later played for the Kansas City Chiefs, was traded to our brethren city from down south, the Washington Redskins, Alex Smith, about a couple years ago, had one of the most horrific uh, sports injuries that you're going to see. And I I was even thinking about this now. For those of you who don't know, Smith has been cleared to return to practice. Uh, He is now going to compete for a starting job with Dwayne Haskins, Anything barring a head head trauma 
or getting uh, getting paralyzed, which usually happens in mostly in football. Occasionally, you'll see it in things like NASCAR horse racing. I can't believe I said that, but uh, th- those type of <laughs> those type of injuries. But I'm t- I'm talking. To- Shut up! Shut up! I'm talking about like sports ortho injuries, like that breaks tears, uh, uh, think. Things of that nature. I didn't think he was going to come back. Not only because of the break, but uh, what it, it caught, it got, it got infected. He got like a staph infection, and they almost had to like amputate. He almost died. Yeah, there's something like seventeen surgeries things. or thirty-seven surgeries. Something crazy like that. Yeah. So he's been cleared to return, and I thought that that was, I thought that that was the threshold of sports orthopedic injuries that you just don't come back from. And I'm even talking about. Back to like Bo Jackson getting his hip dislocated and then him putting it back in place and not realizing that uh, an artery had been severed and then had to have a prosthetic hip and can only play baseball after that. Still incredible. Uh, those two, I'm starting to get in the line to line. But Murray, you had said that you watched the video of him getting uh, money shotted with a bunch of champagne and then stumbled away. Okay. I didn't see it. Well, you made it ultimately creepy considering it was his child that was uh performing the money shot with champagne um so like yeah when uh i guess after he got cleared like his family kind of did a little surprise party on the back deck and as he walked out they all sprayed champagne at him and as he's coming down the stairs it's like i can only describe it as the robocop gate like where like He's got the his his leg is still in like I don't know if this is just for aesthetics or what, but it's still in that long black um, compression sock, mm-hmm. like you know toe to cock compression sock, <laughs> and That's he ain't walking name. right, man. He ain't walking right. Like there's there is a very strange robotic motion to that left leg, and then he almost falls because. I guess I. Everybody says no. His flip flop got turned on his foot, he, dude. I. I mean, look. God bless him. He's mobile. He's moving in a linear fashion from front to back. But I don't know, man. It. It didn't look good to me. Alan, you saw this. Yeah. What was your takeaway from that? No, I. I agree. It was. Uh, it was flopping around. Uh, seemingly. Not oh, under his control. His leg. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I say yeah yes. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's gonna go. go I don't think it's gonna go well. I mean, so it's the Redskins. So, I mean, team doctors have cleared him. Are you saying or, that sorry, the Washington Football Team? Right. Are you saying? Are you saying that the Washington Football Team's team doctors are just as incompetent as the the players? Is that is that what you're? No, at? I mean, it's entirely possible. Okay, um, but. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, look, the doctor might say, short, sure, buddy, you can you can run again. That's we're happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone that runs should attempt to play professional football is all I'm Correct. saying. Oh, uh, you're, you're saying they only cleared him to run. They didn't clear him to uh, practice. I don't know what they run. cleared him for. They, I don't have exactly that practice. diagnosis. All I'm saying is they were like, hey, guy, your knee's good now. Like, you can walk and stand and run and stuff. But, eh. <laughs> Like that. You can walk and stand and run and stuff. <laughs> yeah. like... Here's an example I'll give. I'm five foot six, 139 pounds, okay? Okay, now a doctor 
would probably physically clear me with the ability to do whatever I want with the free will in my life. However, if I step onto a professional football field and the Redskins or the Washington football team is stupid enough to put me under center, I will probably lose my life by the third snap. And so, yes, I would be physically cleared to perform the actions. However, it would probably still be detrimental to my health. And I'm guessing that's kind of where I'm going with what I saw in Alex Smith's ability to maybe move left to right on that leg. Because I think he can take a snap. And I think his arm can throw a football. And I think his leg's steady enough to hold underneath of him his body weight. But anything beyond that, I don't know. God bless him. Sheer will and determination. That's a hell of a thing. And I don't take anything away from him. But professional athletes always believe they can do the things that they maybe aren't fully functional and possible. You know what I mean? Like, sure. There's guys that should have hung it up. And I'm not saying that he should. And I don't want to. But from what I saw in a basic video of a guy walking on his back deck, struggling to get away from streams of champagne, <laughs> concerns me. <laughs> And you had said you said hung it up, and Alan had said uh, <clears throat> plopping around without his control. I don't know if you guys are in cahoots, thinking subconsciously with this Bill Gates. Uh, his injection. penis looks great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think honestly, cleared if, for action. No problems there. It, the the initial break, I I said okay, it's fifty fifty, and then after it started looking like he got caught <clears throat> scaling K two, and then was. Uh, uh, what's it? What happens when it freezes? Uh, Chris, I'm, I'm having a brain fart. Frostbite. When frostbite sets in, it looked like his fucking half of his foot and up up towards his ankle was frostbitten. I was like, okay, yeah, he's never playing again. He's gonna have, he's gonna have a tough time walking. And I mean, yeah, he can have a casually stroll, but anything anything outside of that, he's gonna have a noticeable limp. Now he's gonna return if he steps on a football field in any capacity, COVID-ridden, no fans, half season. Or in front of twenty four thousand uh, in a core field uh, FedEx field with when they're selling out, I think uh, I think he's comeback player of the year. Sure, if he can survive through the end of the season with a jersey on his back, then yeah, I don't. It's that's it's that's it. End game. I mean, how could you not? I mean, it's it's incredible. I I never actually watched the footage of him snapping that fucker in half and I, I i never i do not plan to ever until they accidentally trick me when i'm not paying attention but yeah anybody that can survive that and come back what are you doing well while you're not paying attention i wanted to show you oh, god damn Bust. it motherfucker <laughs> david bust oh, here okay please all right i am not i'm not doing <laughs> it stop. Ones are the worst. <laughs> yeah, stop i'll stop Okay, but I, 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 it, as long as you're screen sharing here, I think you should find the video of him. Uh, go to YouTube and find him getting showered by his family and see if you can uh, understand what we're talking about. It's like Alan said, being cleared is one thing. Being actually capable of performing this at the level that you have to perform, especially with a Washington football team uh, offensive line, good luck. Okay, all right. Let's see here. i got to get past... Uh... Find it. I gotta get past the hand. Google Alex Smith floppy leg. You should have. <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> My luck. He's gonna find leg. the fucking break video, or they're gonna attach it right at the beginning. <laughs> I'll help you out, buddy. Don't you worry. I didn't realize you were so squeamish about uh, about these type of things. I am too. Only ankles, though. All right. So here we go. 
Yay, Daddy! You're right. Yeah. Looks... Oh. You see that budunk? See the RoboCop motion? Like it's almost like his <laughs> hip is forcing his leg forward. It's as if he has a prosthetic leg, and yeah. he's willing himself to put weight and pressure on it. That's yeah. yeah you're right. Now I'm now I'm a little less. Uh, I, I I'm more skeptical now. I'm a little less. Uh, I guess hopeful for the guy. Oh, I'm hopeful for the guy, but. Uh, optimistic about the about his future prospects as uh, the the quarterback for the Washington football team. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good. <clears throat> Did you guys hear uh, Ripken survived uh, prostate cancer? Was it prostate? That's right. Yes, uh, they almost took my childhood hero away from me. Uh, apparently, they caught it early on. Uh, caught it in March. Uh, he turned sixty next week. I kind of kind of remember that. Uh, anyway, he he had surgery done. He's uh, allegedly cancer free, and he promoted uh, get yourself checked out early and often, and uh, things like this can happen. Yeah, yeah. That guy get them prostates checked out there, gang. <laughs> I can't wait, Mur. You're you're right around the cusp, right? You're you're about yeah, to hit the yeah, home you're, you're close to prostate time. <laughs> it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely coming soon. I I I, I think they said uh just like right around 50 so i'm, I'm not as soon as I, uh, yeah i see that i know it's never um, too early man I don't, i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> you just take precautions well, you, vol- you volunteer and i don't know what we're looking for here but uh well i mean we're i think a little below like we're further away from the cut i think for sake of you know the show mm-hmm. you should just get yourself checked out Team i'll, I'll player, do it though. on camera i don't care i'm you know what i am worried about and i and i'm not kidding about it. I'm not kidding about this, even though it's kind of funny, because um, I, I hear that that's a very like uh, sensitive area. And let's just say it causes things to pop off. I, like, how embarrassing would it be for like the first time somebody sticks a finger in your ass, you just pop a boner right there in a doctor's office like that does that that concerns me. There's an anxiety attached to that. Can they just put you down? Like, can they gas you first? Before yeah, they get in all up in there, I, I, uh, I think I think they can put you down if you need to be put down. <laughs> You're not getting a fucking cavity filled, dude. Just getting a finger stuck up in your rear end. Come on, what's the difference? I don't know. Uh, I just, I've never actually had anything in my ass, and I guess it's kind of uh, it, it induces some anxiety. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Hey, listen, we're, we're on your side, man. If you choose to get this done for the sake of the show, nine years prior to when you should, um. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> Have you had any issues with your stream? No, peeing just fine. Um, okay. Have you had any, any pain in the area, soreness, redness, any kind of swelling or throbbing? No. Then why are you here? Ah, just, you know, just, just figure shits and giggles. Let's get it checked out. out you know? Hey, listen, the Iron Man it's had prostate nice. cancer, all right? I'm, I'm nervous. Guy played 2,600 and bajillion games in a row i actually don't even remember know the number and i feel bad about that as a wasn't it 2632 yeah yeah, I think so. yeah yeah now i gotta say I um, the older i get that. and i'm sure cal will would have a good sense of humor about this like i'm starting to become as i'm aging irritated with cal ripkin's legacy because i was very you know it, it left a lasting impression on me as a kid like cal never cal never quit cal never took break cal showed up every day to work I've never missed a day of work in my adult life, sick or not. And it's because of that asshole. 
<laughs> because of Cal fucking Ripken that I have the work ethic that I have, even though I watch all my coworkers and all the morons around me just take days off whenever they uh, good well please. There's days I should probably not go to work, but Cal Ripken has ingrained it in me that I that me showing up is better than me not showing up. So uh, I love you, Cal. But fuck you. Thank you. You're on the you're on the same streak. Uh, I, I I saw it at the post office. They have you at uh, 1,074. You're about number three all time. You're at uh, Steve Garvey level. You're right there. You're Garvey, getting. You're getting there. Is that um? I know this is a cliched question, but is that a record that'll be broken because no, of the way fuck, the modern era sports is played? No. Okay. That hits, wins, strikeouts. All that shit. Zero. Zero chance of that. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Everybody says that, though. <laughs> Everybody said that after Garrett quit. Uh, <laughs> after Garrett, like, was such a pussy and gave up because ALS. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That is. That is. Uh, speaking of foods that Cal Ripken probably never ate, I, I, and I say that uh, sarcastically, uh, any red-blooded American... Uh, enjoys themselves some Girl Scout cookies. You guys included, I presume, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. And they have they have a hell of a business plan. They uh, smoke the uh, Boy Scouts of America out of the water. Uh, today, uh, Girl Scouts well, of USA. What's that? What in terms I'd of say work? that? Well, I'm just saying. I think the uh, the kid diddling maybe of uh, might have had a little something to do with the downfall of the Boy Scouts. I'm talking about just revenue, and that's been since the last forty years. Okay, no, I agree, but I'm just saying I think the downfall of the uh, the Boy Scouts were uh, a little, well, maybe one too many uh, ventures into the woods with Uncle Davy. Okay, yes, <laughs> I will agree that the uh, the up game of the Girl Scouts of America cookie wasn't exactly the uh, direct correlation to the downfall of the Boy Scouts of America. All right, can we move on? Yes, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Girl Scouts of U- uh, the United States of America announced in a news release uh, this past Tuesday that. A French toast-inspired cookie dipped in delicious icing and full of flavor in every bite called the is is it the toast yay toast yeah I I, I don't know how to pronounce it Y A Y uh, We're going to Alan We're going to go to our official grammatical <laughs> enunciator to hold, uh, hold on Can you share it on screen I don't I don't yeah have the I, link. I can sure do that Yes uh, Yes Give me Y A Y exclamation point While we're toast waiting. yay <laughs> Toast, yay! Right? I mean, that's what it's sounding like to me. Here. Toast, yeah! (laughs) No, it's definitely toast, yay. It's got a a bit of a Trader Jose's ring to it. I like the pause, though. Whoever whoever paused that toast, yay! Like, I think that's good. Um, Yay. So, apparently it'll be available next year, 2021. Uh, There's obviously, obviously some speculation as to this will be released in uh, certain areas uh, and then, of course, the areas that don't receive this, there's bound to be conspiracy theories involved. Oh, you want to see virtual cookie booths? <sighs> Hold on. No, just, no okay. you cannot. Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely pretty sure I just saw that. Anyway, these these virtual cookie booths, like if it's just like two Girl Scouts sitting in front of a Zoom, according to better according- have the background of like the front of a Walmart. According to the, like, if, the, <laughs> like uh, if they're not standing fucking like in front of a like a CBS, be like tag along, sir. Right. <laughs> like, 
According to the release, very upset. Good catch. I didn't see it. According to the release, the 2021 cookie season will also have online sales and sales through virtual cookie booths on social media. Uh, I I guess that's where you can go and place your order. Why can't they just do it that way? I mean, do the Girl Scouts that sit in front of the Walmart, do they have like a, uh, I don't know, like like a square attached to their iPad? Because I don't carry cash anymore. Like, I'm I'm just giving it, I'm giving into the new world order. I don't use cash or anything anymore. I only have a credit card. And then I feel like such a twat walking past them. Because one, yes, I want Girl Scout cookies. Two, I don't want to disappoint your fundraising effort. But three, I've got some social anxiety issues and I really don't feel like being heckled by a 10 year old that I really want to cuss out because I really want the cookies, but I don't have cash and I don't want to ask the question. So do they take credit cards? I'm sure now they do. Yeah. I'm sure they have the little, the little iPad, little, little, what what do they call that? The thing they, uh, square, the square. Yeah. You check it out, man. And listen, the day I knew, uh, cause now that girl scout cookies are also, um, uh, seasonal in Dunkin' Donuts. With the coffee, you familiar oh, with this? this. No, no. Oh no, no. Yeah, no. they have thin mint, peanut butter, and Samoa uh, flavored. Uh, not all the time. You had to get there specifically, but boy, oh, oh, oh. okay. Well, here's the obvious question: favorite Girl Scout cookie, Wesley? Uh, thin mints and milk. Thin mints with milk is the best. Oh, you're disgusting, yeah. Alan. And whack. Yeah. Uh, so mine are uh, whatever the hell they call Samoas now. Uh, I think they call them not Samoas. Tra- Trader They're Samoas. <laughs> Trader Moanas. Uh, <laughs> coconut and caramel cookies. No. Yeah, those no, are fucking good. I think they're called Caramel Delights, which is fucking offensive to me uh, because I like Samoans better. Uh, <laughs> I, think that, I think that was a stripper I saw on the block. <laughs> Caramel <laughs> delight. Yes. Um, or uh, then a, a close second is the, I think they're tag alongs. That's the peanut butter joint, right? Yeah, they're beautiful. They're, they're amazing. Yeah, they're magnificent. Yeah, I, I'd say one, two, three. I actually, my favorite is just the straight up, the, I don't even know what it's called, the, the straight up sugar cookie, like the little. Just sugar cookie, the one with like the uh, the Girl Scouts emblem on it. The like trefoil, you mean? Like, yeah, they're shortbread the, cookies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah those are my good. those are my favorite because they like almost dissolve. Like you got to you got to hurry up. You hit them to the milk and you get them to your mouth and they're falling apart. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> just absorb milk. Yeah, yeah, and then the peanut butter. And then, but no, I am jazzed for these French toast ones. Like that's perfect. And this goes back to so me and Wes's theory that they need. To make a motherfucking funnel cake something. <laughs> funnel cake needs to come out in either cereal form or Girl Scout cookie form. Now, I'm still apt for the cereal. I think it would be the best cereal ever. Have you ever heard, have we gone on this tangent with you yet, Alan? No, no but I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. But <laughs> I'm just saying, how would you make uh, how would you make funnel cake cereal? Listen, what's, now, what's the, hold on. Let me because. I have the answer to this question. <clears throat> Me oh, and Murr okay. never ever got past the manufacturing of the actual bite-sized cereal. <laughs> we never got like... to the point. We just figured that we would come across someone that could could create a very microscopic, highly fructose corn syrup riddled 
a semblance of a funnel cake in a bite-sized form that could that could dissolve a little bit of milk. We were straight marketing, okay? We that's were my, straight. It's my question. So, like, is it pieces <laughs> of funnel cake? Because you know how funnel cakes just no. like fried dough. So, like, it's it's got strings, or is it like an asymmetrical checks? square it's so like, it looks okay. like an actual mini funnel cake cookie crisp is the best uh little like like small thing that i could come up with okay. yeah and and cookie crisp they, they don't taste like chocolate chip cookies they just look like chocolate chip cookies that's all we're going for here i actually had a theory on how to get this done and market it to uh either general mills or post whoever makes honeycombs because let's be honest honeycombs ain't fucking honeycombs they're just little fucked up little shapes that they they pop out of a machine so what i wanted to do was get the the malformed honeycombs, the ones that were all fucked up, and just put a little icing glaze on top of them, put them in a box, and then rebrand them as flow cakes. Well, Honey you got to, uh, I would say, whatever the, the icing is, what, I think you just got to back off, and whatever the, the coating on shredded wheat is, that's what's got to be on top. That's the powdered sugar? Yeah, that's the powdered sugar. Okay. Okay, so, so now, malformed... So essentially, they're malformed honeycombs with a powdered sugar glazing on them. Maybe like a little powdered sugar, and then you spritz them with like a sugar water so it sticks. So it and sticks. then that's it. That's your flow cake because it doesn't because they don't even because they don't even have to be spiral shaped. You're right because a, a, an actual funnel cake is just an, an odd looking mess just of strands of dough, dough <laughs> yeah. fried together, deep fried with powdered sugar on top of it. Yeah, yeah. And we call them flow cakes. I had the whole marketing campaign put together. Check yeah. this out, Alan. So, so hold, hold gonna... on, hold on, real quick. But yes. <clears throat> so, uh, I I had this very rough idea of a funnel cake cereal, and I pitched it, and no one in the room, room of about ten people, gave a damn about it except Murr. And Murr was like, "Yeah, go on, go on, go on." And thus, listen, I'm not saying I'm the originator originator of it. I simply like kind of open the floodgates of what I had going on in my 17 year old mind and Murr <clears throat> grabbed it and ran with it. And we designed this marketing campaign uh, about flow cakes. So if you're even interested, we'll, we'll tell you. I like it. You, well, oh, you do? Okay. Shit, here we go. I'm cool. I'm, I'm here for it. Like I said, I think okay. it's great. So here's the general setup and the commercial, all the whole the whole shebang. So um, I decided that you need some sort of cartoon character element here to uh, push the funnel cake cereal, and so I came up with the three bears idea. Their manager, that's Goldilocks. Goldie, okay, she's in charge of the bears. She gets them to the shows on time, makes sure the equipment's ready to rock and roll. You got three bears. You've got a panda bear. Think Was, about it. Wasn't You've it got four bears? A nice little. Well, no, there's three bears. There's okay, the, just check this out though, right. because the panda. Um, I can't. It, okay, the, he encompasses the mulatto of the world, the mixed race. Okay, and the Asian, all in one. He's black. He's white. He's Asian. Boom. He's the tech guy. Okay. He uh, he sits back and he runs the ones and the twos. Okay. Then um, you've got uh, I, can't, I can't. Then you've got the brown bear to uh, reach our Latino audience, and you've uh, got the uh, the polar bear. To uh, reach our white audience, and uh, we're ready to rock and fucking roll. And then, oh, the brown bear was the uh, the road manager. That's right. <laughs> so we had everybody all covered. So there were four bears. And Great. then uh, the whole the whole shtick was going to be there was going to be this rock and party, right? And for whatever reason, it's a cartoon. Shut up. The uh, speakers are these uh, are filled with the batter for the flow cakes, 
And as the party gets rocking and the room gets hot, the records then they're fucking red hot, scratching, scratching, scratching. The records are flow cakes, by the way. The batter starts flapping out of these speakers and every little pit of batter hits a record, turns into a flow cake and flies into the audience. (laughs) Alan, you picking up? You feeling this? (laughs) And... As everybody holds their flow cake above their head, boom, powdered sugar confetti goes off at the end of the show. Flow cakes. Actually, and and I remember the last. Okay, this is this could have been up there with the uh, with the sunny D's of the world. But I had written a rap for it and I only remember the last lyric. Do you you remember? Yeah, it was uh, when you wake up in the morning, grab your checklist, flow cakes, part of a complete breakfast. Boom! <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> so bad. All right, so uh, Alan, what, we need you. Around, roughly what year was this conceived? Uh, 2000? 2001? Yeah, yeah, right around yeah. 2000. Yeah, this is this might have been a pre-9-11 idea when the world was more simple. And then the... <laughs> we talked about, I remember I mean, Jim Bright Shining Future for some delicious funnel cake cereal. I remember if Jimmy's... I was a kid, I would probably... If I was a kid that knew what funnel cake was... Uh, because I feel like a lot of kids nowadays don't know what funnel cakes are, uh, for some odd reason, then yeah, I'd probably be about it. It seems reasonable. I mean, <laughs> there's three, uh, there's three or four mascots. I can't even remember at this point. The marketing department did not make that clear. Okay. Uh, all right. Listen, it's just been a long time since I've pitched the idea. Okay. So it's a little, it's a little rusty, <laughs> but I got all the elements. No, I get it. There are multiple mascots, uh, di- racially diverse. Right. So that's a plus. Multiple bears. See, like you were ahead of your time back then. You could have just been super racist uh, and it would have been totally okay. So now you're now you're good to go. Uh, Yeah, I'm with it. I think that needs some polishing, but I would eat funnel cake cereal. I remember it now. Okay, the the panda bear was the tech guy. He set up the equipment and then you had a brown bear, a black bear and a polar bear. Those were the three stage guys. I can't remember. It was like scratch. Scratches was the name of the uh, the one on the ones and twos. I think we da- we dabbled in naming uh, scratches. <laughs> some of the uh, <laughs> some of the talent. Scratches was definitely the uh, panda that was. Uh, uh, in, in the vinyls were supposed to be flow cakes as well. I don't know if Murr threw that in there. Uh, well, no, the hot plate. They were like hot plates, and when the batter hit the the records, they turned into flow cakes. Okay. See, I feel like. I mean, that's a good way to do it. I like that. I feel like I want to be truer to the fact that they actual funnel cakes land in a giant vat of oil, but it seems a whole lot more difficult to conceive. Well, we're air frying them now. We're trying to be a little more health conscious. <laughs> that's fair. That, that makes sense. It was a simpler time. Actually, I remember Jimmy Rowland saying, don't let funnel, never give up. Don't let funnel cakes die, man. It's a good <laughs> idea. Don't let it die. We are. I know this seems like a funny conversation, but every piece of media I've ever been involved in, I brought this up. By the way, I brought up funnel cake cereal on the local news in uh, (laughs) in uh, in Slower Lower Delaware because I got every year when the Delaware State Fair came to town, somebody from the radio station got to go down and promote why we were there, and we didn't have any reason to be there and the newscaster was like well you guys aren't promoting anything tonight so why are you down here crank because that was my radio name uh-huh. and i said well actually i don't know but i just want to tell you one little and i went straight into my funnel cake cereal pitch 
and it was glorious. And I made it onto a WNDT news with uh, flow cakes. Wait a minute. So did any of these uh, any of these local um, uh, television DJs or v- uh, I mean, television television uh, on air talents give you any like, oh wow, that's that's a good idea? Nothing? Oh, they had no choice. They are on camera. They all thought I was a fucking crazy kook <laughs> that was losing his fucking now, mind. Here's, I guess, my, my most pressing question, and I don't mean to cut you off, but why flow cakes? Uh, because West was really into the thing, and rappers flow, and when you're putting funnel cake into the mix, it's flowing out of the bottom of the funnel, okay. and then they're cakes, so flow cakes. Um, the, the, the name has been the... Um, the biggest hurdle it seems with people that is this has been pitched to because right. they say it reminds them of uh, urinal cakes. And, um, but I can see how that. I'm kind of uh, I've got I, I kind of got my heels dug in on this one though. I feel like flow cakes is the uh, the way to go. You know what? There's no bad marketing, and if people think they sound like urinal cakes, then uh, I'm okay with it as long as you buy them. Speaking of urinals, and I'm glad you you did that. <clears throat> glad you told us that. Uh, apparently, there's a new study out. And God knows who's doing this study and God knows who the boots on the ground who are actually figuring this out. Apparently, a, uh, a coronavirus is being spread a little more, uh, how should we put it, a little more fluidly through flushing of a urinal. Okay, so the toilet is one thing, but if you flush a urinal, plumes of coronavirus are shot out uh, and they're encouraging men, <coughs> uh, hopefully men. Maybe some women are using urinals as well. <laughs> the new world. It's a new era. I want to be, want to be equal, equal opportunist. Actually, Alan, remind me of equal opportunity when we're done this. You got you, it. You said something really funny the other day. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so what I gathered here was about, they say, hold on here. I had to do, go, uh, go, go to a different thing. More than 50% of the particles have traveled away from the urinal. Uh, not only that, what I found alarming, I didn't know this, uh, is that coronavirus can be urinated out. You can pee the, the virus out, spackles on the urinal, flush your urinal, cuss back out in the air. Now, I guess the question is, um, if you're the one, if, if you already have it, then I, well, never mind then you're, you're in, I guess, cakes to the urinal cake and all that other stuff, right? Am I gathering this wrong? I don't know. What the fuck you're saying? To be Wait, honest, what? You went off the rails, my friend. Yeah. So my my question you was a stroke. <laughs> now, don't call me Sleepy Joe. Uh, my no, I guess like initially what I was thinking was why does it matter if you already have the virus and you're because you because you can they said you can urinate it out you can urinate the virus out. Yeah, it's called shedding. No, but if I'm the next person to use the urinal and right. then. It flushes, and then whew, this plume of death vapor goes right. into the air. Then I'm fucked. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't gather from the article how much of the virus was spread through the initial flush. So if I have it, I pee, then I flush. How much it is? How much of it is then sticking to the urinal and the urinal cake for the next person behind me? I, I I don't know, but I mean, I don't think urinal cakes like like are like smoke eaters or anything and like absorb all this stuff i think they're just there to kind of like they're there so it doesn't smell like piss yeah and and i think the the only thing the more concerning thing for me is the amount of um 
I don't know, death plume, apparently, that's in the air from urinals, because beyond the coronavirus itself, which sure is a threat to my health and all, mm. how many years have we used urinals? And I mean, I, I remember being freaked out when I learned that farts only smell because you're inhaling poop particles. Right. Now I'm thinking about all of the urinals that I've used in my life that smell like used asparagus and dying fish mm-hmm. and that all that gunk that i've breathed into my system so minus the coronavirus if i haven't caught the measles legionnaires disease smallpox and anything else i'm not wildly concerned about this particular coronavirus because i feel like we're going to rid of ourselves of it at some point i just feel like this means we should dismantle all urinals from henceforth and never use them again. So we want troughs. You want to go back to trough days? If that's the yes, yes. Have you ever peed the trough? Yes, I have. It's the most man. Women don't understand because obviously men come in all shapes and sizes, (laughs) and there's nothing more intimidating and anxiety-inducing than uh, than flopping out at a trough at a fucking run down baseball park Ooh, where was this frederick no i think it was old yankee <laughs> stadium i think it was the first time i ever because it was like the the orioles played their last games at yankee stadium oh wait they, you, you mean the trip we went on yeah gotcha okay yeah the enough. trip we yeah, went yeah, on yeah, okay. when we went off to new york uh-huh. and uh that was the first time i ever used a trough at a uh at a ballpark and i was just like in there with, uh, every, luckily everybody's in there just talking shit so you know more preoccupied than staring at thousands of penises flopping out around them <laughs> all right alan are you uh are you going to take your time with uh the plume the death plume that is now uh being exhausted uh via urinals or do you just are you just going to wear your mask year round i probably just wear the mask all the time i don't know i wouldn't uh i don't think i will find myself in a situation to be using public restrooms anytime really soon i don't really, i don't go and do anything Quite frankly, I play golf and that's, that's, about, that's about it. Uh, so I'll stay away from them because apparently they are death traps. Death plumes of uh, yeah. coronavirus get shot out. It's, it's just it, it makes me nervous because I wonder how many if I'm the next person coming in via coming in after someone who has coronavirus. And you said it's what it's called shedding. Yeah, that's a so I mean, it, it's not just through urine, but like it's the general term for. Like someone who even is, you know, both symptomatic and asymptomatic, losing the virus or shedding the virus in various ways, mm. whether that's like, you know, through hair, whether that's through urine, through sweat, through whatever it may what about, be. What about fecal matter? So, yeah, that too, as a wow. matter of fact. That that brings – actually, I want to go back on my uh, – on what we said from the three and out the other day of the poop chocolate or chocolate poop. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I may recant my answer. And, and by the way, I'm not an anti-masker by any stretch of the imagination. But again, same Wawa with the, uh, you know, rotted asparagus and dying fish urinal that I walked away from. As soon as I walked out of that bathroom with my mask on, instantly hit in the face with like fresh baked bread. And I'm thinking, if I could smell this fresh baked bread immediately changing rooms, how is this really going to stop? The microscopic virus that's floating through the air. What are we even doing here? I've got a death plume of pee hitting me in the lungs right now. 
followed by some sweet, fresh, toasted wheat bread. I think you might need to get your hands on some Dr. Gundry fish oil. Snake oil from uh, Leaky Gut. Them lectins. You need them lectins in your body. (laughs) The lectins will counteract the, the, the plumes. The lectins, uh, the lectin blades will <laughs> cut the head off of the coronavirus, uh, and that's how it works. Science. <laughs> All right, Andrew, you know what it's time for. It's time for the greatest three questions in the history of podcast. It is your three and out, and tonight uh, we are going to begin. Uh, with a finally, I, I've been wanting to do kind of like a superhero question for quite some time, a superhuman ability question for quite some time, and I haven't gotten to one. Uh, so the first question tonight to you first, Alan, uh, would you rather have the ability to run at 100 miles per hour or have the ability to fly, but only at 10 miles per hour? <laughs> How do you even fly at 10 miles per hour? Like, is that physically possible? Doesn't, well, don't you just drop? Okay. Let, let me first start by saying that it's physically impossible to fly as is. So the ability to fly at all is amazing, even if you can only generate 10 miles per hour while you do it. Now, obviously, running 100 miles per hour, they're not feasible. You're used to running just at high rate of speed. But yes, flying is still amazing, even if it's only 10 fucking miles per hour. Which would you rather prefer? Wesley, you have a question? Yeah, I have two questions because I think it uh, will uh, influence Alan's answer one way or another. Okay, so uh, does do either of these, and more particularly the running, is it uh, conducive with your with your current cardio state? Well, I, yeah, huh. Wow, you really went down a uh, a path there. Okay, so so what do you mean? Like, can you sustain the hundred miles per hour? Like, so I don't, I don't know. A human body really isn't physically capable of running a hundred miles per hour as is. Right. So I have a feeling if I was able to generate enough speed to make it to a hundred miles per hour, even as a very healthy man, I feel as though I'd probably uh, drop dead as I reached terminal velocity. So I'm going to assume. That you're physically capable of achieving the hundred miles per hour no, without. No. I get that. I, what I'm saying now, is, like, do, do do you run out of gas by Western Maryland? Oh, I'd say you have the ability to sustain it to where you're going, and you're tired as shit when you get there. Okay. All right. Now here's the question. So does his? Oh, I had I had another a, question. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. okay. What's the other question? Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, with with the flying, uh, is there any wind uh, wind factors? So five miles an hour, but if I catch a tailwind, I can go up to fifteen twenty. Just yes, that is possible, and, and you also have to fight headwinds. Now, okay. I will say that you do have the ability to achieve. Uh, okay, in this fictional, okay, in the fairy tale question that we're asking here. So, if you have a twenty mile per hour headwind, I will say that you are able to achieve a 30-mile-per-hour speed, but you're never going more than 10 miles per hour forward. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. You know uh, what? You know what? You know what? Hold on. Actually, then a caveat to that, then, if I'm saying you can push through the headwind, then no. If you have a tailwind, then if it's a 20-mile-per-hour tailwind, you're actually going negative speed 
but you're still traveling at the 10 miles per hour. So you're never, never able to cover more than the 10 miles in one hour. That's not how any, physics works. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Humans aren't physically able to fly either. Well, hold on. I'm not – so I got to kind of expand on Wes's question. So Okay, hold on, Alan. Before you do expand, Wes, would you like to ruin the question any further? Um, well, I was no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, you. go ahead, Alan. Ruin the okay. question further. So, like, Please. I guess Wes's idea was like, okay, do we have the lung capacity to sustain running 100 miles per hour for a while? But like, running naturally is is strenuous on a human being, like their back, their knees, their hips. So, with the added speed, do I wear down at the same rate as a normal human? Like. If I make it to Western Maryland, am I fucking done? Like, no more running. That's it. Fucking wore wore it out, <laughs> all in one fell swoop. Or am I impervious to wear and tear? I won't say that you're impervious to wear and tear, but the running of the hundred miles per hour would be no more damaging to your body than running your normal full out sprint as a normal human being. Okay. So by the time you're like in your 70s yeah you're probably you're you're pushing it you maybe you can run like 50 miles an hour but you're still kind of haggard and you're you're hobbling a little bit but and you're it, it from would you rather have the ability <laughs> to run 100 miles per hour or fly 10 miles per hour uh i think i'm going with fly uh after all of our run based questions uh solely because Running is garbage. I hate it. Uh, I don't like it. I never liked it. I mean, yes, I'm fat now, but like in a previous life, I was not fat and I played athletics all the time and I still fucking hated running. Like I hated it then. I hated it when I was in shape and I could run far. It sucks, generally speaking. So I feel like running 100 miles per hour is not going to be any more fun. Okay. I think it'll be worse. Honestly. Okay, since we've done all this, uh, as Master and Commander, I will throw in the caveat that the running neither enhances nor decreases your physical abilities. Well, what does that mean? That means that uh, you won't get in any better shape by running 100 miles an hour, but your body will not deteriorate by oh. running 100 miles an hour. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that still doesn't fucking make it cooler. That's fine. That's fair. Flies. Okay. Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Ten miles okay, per hour everywhere. I'm flying. I'm fine. So, so only flying because of your hatred for running. Well, it's way cooler. I mean, naturally, I think we had touched on that right in the offing. So, it's definitely cooler than fucking running. Running's fucking whack. We've just gone over that. Okay. Flying is an ability that humans don't have. Humans can run, by and large. So, meh. Running faster just seems worse to me. Flying seems okay. cool. That's new. <clears throat> okay. Wes, any more questions? No, no, no. I think uh, I'm, I'm going running. I just don't see any benefit to flying at a tenth of the speed that which you can run. Uh, if you want to get somewhere faster, which most what? of us do, you run. If you... Uh, run 30 if, miles per hour? What? 100. <clears throat> What'd you ask me? Wait. He's doing math in his head right now to see if he's going to be an idiot when he says the, the what he was thinking. No, no, no. Himself. I, no. I just maybe I misheard you. Did I you said say a, a third. I, I said a tenth. Oh, okay, a tenth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten, that's why I was like, 
my mind's playing tricks on me. Uh, no, I just think the the running at 100 miles an hour, uh, especially for some for some trips. Like if I want to go up and see Calvert, New York, go. Um, you know, want to go up to Cecil County, go. Just sit there like. Now, thankfully, you actually brought up a reasonable explanation as to why you'd want to run. But aren't you still extremely vulnerable to running into something, something jumping out in front of you? As soon as you make contact with, like, the, the bumper of a car or, or you try to swerve around a dog and you trip, you can get fucked up. Well, I, I, I assumed you gave me the reflexes of the Flash, someone who could just go... And you know, just kind of like dodge out of dodge out of the way, jump over something. But you're giving me my own reflexes, so whew, that's tough. Because here's okay, and I, I bring it up like this because, and I'm not I'm not floating my own boat here, but like in my prime, I was a pretty fast person. Mm-hmm. However, it may not be within my best interest to try to be a running back on a football team because I was a small person as well. So even though I had the physical ability to perform the tasks of a football player, I didn't necessarily have the physical stature to, uh, you know, take on the contact that would be involved in the sport. So, yeah, you can run 100 miles an hour, but you can also explode at 100 miles an hour as well. (laughs) Okay, so you're going flying, too. I mean, are you going to stick with running? Sticking with running. Stick with Ryan. Yeah, I'm going flying for basically the the reasons I just explained. Is I just feel like there's too many hazards on the ground. And anytime I think of these questions, I like to monetize uh, what's happened here. Now, yes, I could make a lot of money being really fast on a track where I may not uh, become a blood-filled water balloon by running into anything. Mm -hmm. However, I don't have to fly fast to be the David Copperfield of this generation. You know, and it, it wouldn't even be a trick. It'd be something I could actually do. And I feel like 10 miles per hour in the air might be equivalent to running 100 miles per hour on the ground. Like if I just went up, I don't know, I'm a dumbass at math, but if I went up at a 45 degree angle and then came down at a 45 degree angle, wouldn't I cover almost as much ground as a 100 mile per hour man on the ground? I don't know. So. Not at 10 miles an hour. Maybe the air's the air's a little thinner, and I guess you travel a little faster, but uh, <clears throat> not 100 miles an hour. I guess like the the other thing too is you could be uh, you could be a world class sprinter, make a ton of money. Wait, hold on. Here's another question. I didn't really think about it until just now, but like, I guess you were implying it. So, does the 100 mile per hour runner have to abide by the rules of the road? Is he a vehicle at this point? <laughs> like, no, you're not a you're like, not a vehicle. No, 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 you're not a vehicle. You're definitely a runner. But if you're trying to cross an intersection, okay, like to. But to I run 100 miles but, per hour. I'm gonna cross every intersection. But that's what I'm saying, though. But if you're crossing an intersection and you get T-boned by a semi in downtown Baltimore, still not gonna be a good day, and you're gonna be Alex Smith in your way to uh, the hospital. Well, I think that's. Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I feel like that's a lot of. Uh, that's not so much, like a. An issue with the being the capability to run 100 miles per hour versus somebody's dumb and still doesn't know how to look both ways. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, if I'm standing at an intersection running Allen speed and there's cars coming, I might be like, "Mm, probably not a good idea. But if I can run 100 miles per hour, nine times out of 10, I'll probably be like, yeah, I got that. How many blocks are you going to start to uh, put the brakes on 
when you're running a hundred miles well, an hour. Wait, hold on. There's a gear up. I you didn't fucking. I didn't know the flash needed to wind it up to flash speed. He just went flash speed. So I assumed when I ran a hundred miles per hour, I just fucking run a hundred miles per hour. So you're saying start stop on a dime. That's what you want to do with this. Well, that's what I assumed what we were talking about. I didn't know there was a fucking gear up. What's okay. my, what's my time? Am I a Ferrari or am I a fucking Pinto? Uh, I, well, I would say it wouldn't matter. Even if the Pinto can get up to hundred miles per hour, it still has to get up to hundred miles per hour. And still has to slow down from hundred miles per hour. Even yeah, a Ferrari has got to get up. The, how I, how I perceive my block that I could need to cross. If I'm a Ferrari, I'm getting across. If I'm a Pinto. I'm not getting across. I get up to hundred miles per hour. What? Three seconds, four seconds. Good to go. Yeah, get up to 100 miles per hour in 15 seconds, we got problems. You're still flying. You don't want to run anyway. I'm just asking the question. I'm just saying, yeah, it, okay. I don't, I don't know how long it takes a person to get up to 100 miles an hour. Like, Okay, in the 100-yard the dash, Wes, what do you think? Uh, Usain Bolt gets up to about, what, 26 miles an hour or something like that to pull off what he did? Yeah, uh, it's a, a shade south of 26. You're looking like 25, high 25s, yeah. Okay, so high 25s, he probably reaches that he reaches that speed at probably about the 50-yard mark and then it sustains it for another 50 yards. So meters. Okay, so for meters. meters. Oh, come on. Uh, I apologize. So if you're getting 25 every 50, so it 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 take you about a quarter mile to get up to 100 miles an hour. But you could you could achieve that. But you still got to slow the fuck down too. Stop on a dime. Kind of hypothetical. Saying, that seems that seems way fucking whack yeah like, i was just, I was just been... thinking it was yeah like I, exactly see i'm just if you had been like you can run 100 miles per hour but it takes you fucking 10 seconds to get that fast i'd be like well that's fucking stupid that's useless it's useless at that point unless <laughs> i'm traveling unless i'm traveling i'm literally just using my speed to beat things that i can't beat as a, as a human i guess if you could, you could if also I'm still stuck at fucking corners in a in a city block fuck it it's useless <laughs> How be, am I the bad guy here? I gave you the ability to run 100 miles an hour or fly. And you're somehow the question I'm master, the bro. You be, are the question master. You could be a really bad. good uh, rickshaw driver. Yeah. Let's yeah, see. I can go. get you across that's town. That's <laughs> yeah. Kill everybody on board, but I'd make it. Yeah. <laughs> God, you want everything. You want everything from me. All right. Question number two. All right. Uh, would you rather have $50,000? Put straight into your bank account or receive half a million dollars in pennies and you can't convert it. Wes? <laughs> so you got Damn. 50 grand straight in digital form yeah. into the old bank a half account a million dollars. Or, or half a million dollars in physical pennies that you cannot convert. And I, I have to store a half a million dollars in physical pennies at my place. Yes. $50,000. Fuck that. Fuck that. I don't want a fucking Scrooge McDuck pile of pennies in my fucking backyard <laughs> or where, wherever else. No, no. Okay. I can't convert them. I can't change it. What do we do? You can't take them to the bank. It had to be spent as pennies. They have to be spent as pennies. I mean, you can get the physical item that you purchase, but you have to convince the person on the other end 
yeah. to accept. Then the, you got to the you got to carry all that shit. You have to Christ, if you go on vacation, what do you got to put that shit in socks? The metal detector goes off. You're always flagged. You're always carrying. Christ, I can't run a hundred miles an hour. I sure as hell not carrying around fifty pounds and pennies to fucking Disney World. Up, you're definitely not getting there in under ten seconds. I don't know. Man, or, or the only other thing I can think of is you go to the fucking penny slots mm. at, at a casino and uh, and cash that in for credits. That could work. See, I'm I and I'm I'm even questioning my own conversion question here because okay let's because i thought about this like what if you convinced like some like loan shark to like all right i got 500 i got five wait what did i say five hundred thousand pennies five hundred mil okay five hundred million dollars in pennies so i convinced him no 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 like, no no, uh, no, no, yeah. no 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 you said five hundred thousand dollars in pennies which is five oh, million, five, i'm five, sorry i apologize yeah you're five, right five hundred thousand dollars pennies so I convinced like some like like uh, some gangster guy like uh, all right I'll give you my, my I'll give you all these pennies Jesus Christ I love how I, you're I, talking as a gangster too I'll give you all these pennies <laughs> I've been drinking too many Miller highlights here I I listen listen right. here's the deal I'll give you uh I'll give you half a million dollars in pennies uh for that three hundred thousand dollar plot of land over there right and then he's like okay cool and then I sell that piece of property for I just feel like it's such a disparity in the amount of money that I it, it would be worth it to like convert it down that I would still be above the $50,000 mark wildly inconvenient to your credit mm. but still more valuable at the end of the day Alan do you legitimately think you're going to find a fucking gangster who deals in cash only that's going to take 300 grand in pennies which is well, what I, three three million pennies is that in my or three three hundred million pennies a dump I'll truck's worth my, i'll see if my calculator will do this so it would be well it, it's 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 three three hundred thousand times a hundred which is three hundred well it would be well for him it would be the 500 so you, i uh, thought you were saying okay i thought you were saying you'd, you'd still leave like two hundred thousand pennies afterwards so you could do this no, a I'm, I'm cutting him a deal Okay, so it would fine. be um it would be fifty million pennies. <laughs> Multiple dump trucks. You you think you yeah. could find some schmuck that would do that? I mean, for two hundred thousand dollars, I feel like that would be worth it in some capacity to somebody that's not me. Alan, you answer and then that Wes and I'll argue more. All right, so I got uh so can't convert it, like Obviously, like no coin stars, no banks, right? That's what we're talking about here. Okay, yeah. You have to spend can it still, on stuff. Can I still roll them to spend them? Yes. You have to spend them. That's the only way you can get rid of them. No, I got, I got it. But I can still roll them, so that's fine. <laughs> like, okay, like, does that really make it better? You're yeah. gonna walk around with fistfuls of coin rolls of pennies. Yeah, because then I don't have to fucking like at that point. I don't have to walk around with like a fucking sack of an undisclosed amount of pennies. I have a sack of small rolls of disclosed amounts of pennies. <laughs> I'm just thinking here for like counting purposes. So I'm like, all right, motherfucker, here we go. Yeah, but this, you this still is a roll of pennies. This is like fucking 15 cents. That's how much the fucking roll is. <laughs> no, you, but okay. you still have to roll them, though. I mean, they're not going to come pre-roll. Yeah, that's you fine. 
That's not. I used to do that show when I was a kid. That's not. That doesn't take that long. Oh yeah, you did fifty million. Well, not fifty million, but I'm not spending fifty million all at once either. So he's also got uh, nieces that uh, that that he can enlist. So also true about that. But yeah, like I'm not. I'll roll enough for my fucking BLT at the deli, motherfucker. I don't need to roll all five hundred million dollars of my pennies all at once. I don't unless I'm buying something five hundred million dollars worth, which is not happening. So you're gonna okay. be that dick that okay. brings in seven dollars and fifty cents every day to the deli with uh with enrolled pennies. Enrolled yeah, seven fifty. Okay. That means you'd have to bring fifteen. Fifteen rolls of pennies. Nice. Just for your your subway sandwich. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I mean, there's a nationwide coin shortage, so right. I think I'm doing my part as a fucking patriot, first of all. Uh, <laughs> and second of all, fucking legal American motherfucking tender, gentlemen. Right. I would I would love to see it's your spendable. your from from floor to ceiling, your kitchen and all the way to your back door. All the way to about halfway of your fucking dining room at your fucking row home filled with pennies. That would be a real treat. I'd love to see that. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be quack, quack. Really excuse cool. me, Doc. All right. So you going with the pennies, Alan? <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the pennies. I will roll them motherfuckers up. $50,000, it'll be gone too fast. It's just... I agree. Because, I mean, 50 grand for me is like, that's a, that's a one year salary. Whoop de fucking do. It's like, it's like the student loans and not even the rest of my car. And, and I'm <laughs> like, all right, cool. Sweet. <laughs> good, to, good to go. And I've always wanted to be that dick bag that went down to 200 Chesapeake Boulevard to pay my property tax in a wheelbarrow. Just yeah. dump it on the floor. Like, see you next year, assholes. Yeah, here's and my, like, that's the truth. You get the choice. You could be a dick with it, or you could be nice. You can roll them for like the deli guy, right? You know, here it is, bro. Fifteen of them. It's easy, easy peasy. But you could pay your property tax and be like, "Fuck you!" Insert county here. Like, yeah. Here's your wheelbarrow of fucking legal American money. Accept that. Hmm. And you say that the penny slots are no bueno. Right. Well, I don't know penny. if they're no bueno. I mean, they'll pay, they'll just... pay you out in pennies. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky to hit the jackpot for another fifty grand in pennies. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, and man. is that a loophole? Like, can I just dump them all into a penny slot and then cash out, and then I don't have pennies anymore? The pennies are gone. They're inside the machine. I just got a piece of paper that says voucher. That's a sure, job. That's a job, but I mean, though. How many are you gonna? How many are you planning on getting? How many? My how many vouchers or how many? Like how many? How many dollars worth of pennies do you plan on converting at a at a, a penny slot stop? I don't know as many as my family can fit into penny slots in one city. But <laughs> 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 a lot. <laughs> but I okay. The All only right. caveat to the, uh, the the ticket voucher would be you can only cash out on earnings. You can't cash out on current value. <laughs> so oh. but, like, but it gives me everything that I put in there. So if I walk up and I was like, I started with five hundred, but I made fifty. You gotta give me five hundred dollars in pennies back. It's no, you don't. You don't get what you put in back. You only get the fifty dollars if you made fifty. Oh, so I lose money. Oh, well, that's you, fucking out. Okay, so yeah. but I'm, that's a, that's a quick way to fucking. <laughs> yep. 
But I'm with, I'm, I'm, I'm with would, Alan. Five hundred million dollars is more than fifty thousand. That's what I take. I would love to see <clears throat> Alan and the wife out uh, at at restaurant X anywhere in Baltimore. Check sixty two dollars. Yeah, yeah, we got this covered. <laughs> it's like dominoes the fucking table, just breaks it in half. We'll just it will just carry like a little wagon with us everywhere, and it'll just be full of fucking rolled yeah. pennies. That's it, that, that's not to be not, like fucking copper everywhere. Not being a dick to a waiter, I guess like you, you could tip the waiter out, but uh, yeah, all right, fair enough. <laughs> like, right. Don't, don't spend that all in one place, bud. <laughs> And finally, your last three and out question of the week. And you can find this up on the Middle Class Holes Facebook page. We're going to put a preview question up for you each and every week. Just search us on Facebook, The Middle Class Holes. And it's this. Would you rather speak all languages, and I'll put the caveat in there for Veronica, all human languages, (laughs) or have the ability to speak with all languages? animals Wes we will begin with you all right I thought about this for a good bit today probably more than I should have but (laughs) what I will say is that uh, I feel I feel as if if you can speak all human languages you can be the greatest diplomat the greatest barrier of hatchets the greatest uh, in go in between arbitrator politician the Chris, you can go on any trip anywhere and talk to any human being that you want to. You can go into fucking God knows where rainforests and and uh, be a go between when when sometimes people from National Geographic have to have like four different translators in order to talk to these people. Uh, you know, there's very very distant uh, civilizations that speak very, very small languages or not small languages, just very, very distant languages. Um, Christ, I, th- I think that's it. I think that's the way to go. Talk to all people, all humans. Who the hell wants to talk to a fucking squirrel? Who the hell wants to talk to a polar bear, a penguin, a dolphin, uh, I mean, a, a killer whale? I want to elaborate. I'm going to elaborate on all of Wes's points in a minute. So, Alan, uh, what do you got? All Spock, human languages. Well, you know what? Spock, I think Spock I can talk to a fucking blue whale in Star Trek. All right. I think I can torpedo Wes's fucking argument oh. with one thing. And it's like, you may not want to speak to any of those animals, but I guarantee you would like to speak to a platypus. So fuck <laughs> off, sir. <laughs> but no. Uh, uh, yeah, this one's a tough one. I mean, humans suck. Animals are kind of cool. I would like to see. So uh, somebody else asked a question on uh, on the Facebook page, too. And, like, how does it work? Like, is it a Dr. Doolittle scenario? Is are like, do all of the animals have their own personalities? Or are they all just fucking, like, kind of generalized? No, they're the, they're the yeah. dumbest thing you ever met in your life. The, um, well, okay, yeah, thank you. Wes summed it up <laughs> very crudely. Uh, but I think people like romanticize this because of Dr. Doolittle that like all of a sudden, because you as a human are talking to animals, that the animals are going to return, communicate with you as a human. But um, like a squirrel, it would be like, uh, hey, you know, I don't know, like you just whatever your ability is to communicate with them would be like, hey, squirrel, what's going on? Uh, what's nuts? I got nuts, nuts. Nuts. Got nuts? Nuts. No, I don't have any fucking nuts. Nuts. I just need nuts. 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 No, I don't have any nuts. 
and that's all you're funny. And that's it. Like, you, you know, like a, a bee, like flowers, flowers, you got flowers. No, I don't have any flowers. Can you don't sting me flowers? Are you flower? I, and I'm going to test you out anyway. Like they're fucking dumb. They're animals. They are what they are. And so, you know, there's to me, there's only a handful of animals worth communicating with. And with that said, Alan, where do you stand? I got one more question. <laughs> okay. So hold on. Did we say what, what can you repeat the verbiage of the question? Can, just one I, more time. Just so I make sure can exactly. I, can I teach animals trigonometry? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not that advanced. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather speak all languages or be able to speak with all animals? Okay. So in that, my interpretation of that is, they understand me. I understand them. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yes. I'm going to go partially because Wes went humans. I'm going to go with the animals, but I want the animals thing because I just think it's far more interesting. I've talked to a lot of humans. It's kind of my job. And meh. I mean, we're okay. I feel like there's a whole lot more to experience. Even, yes, there are squirrels, and they're pretty much useless. They're just right. all about nuts. Fair. So do you, do you, do you think, okay. So there you, are some intelligent species that I'd probably like to have a chat with. You own a, uh, you own a half pit bull, half boxer yes. named, named Waffles. Yes. Uh, do, do you think you and Waffles would have any type of intelligent conversation whatsoever? <laughs> no, I love the dog. A, I love your dog. Not, he's one, a dog, and two, he's half boxer. So <laughs> I don't know if you've met boxers, but they're fucking idiots. Uh, so <laughs> he is supremely stupid. So you'd like so to no. be able to, like, do you think you could tune it out with him? Like, oh, hey, ha, ha, I love you. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Yeah, yes, because I've already established dominance. So, like, he only comes to me when he's in like desperate need of attention. Right. So, like, it's when Kelly has ignored him like all day that he comes to me. He's like, "Hey, if you don't like pet me, I'm gonna fucking die." <laughs> so, and then I'm like, "All right, dude, I got you. All right, now fucking kick rocks. I, I petted you. So you could, so, you, could, you could tell him to stop stop talking to you though. Yeah. Uh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and that here's the question hey, stop talking to uh, me. <laughs> can i just put him outside because yeah <laughs> sure then he could just be like hey it, hey it's hot and i'll be like all right i'll let you back in <laughs> like, you, you get what i'm saying like could yeah. i just get rid of him for a minute like now i can't just do that because he doesn't bark because he's an ass so he would just <laughs> die outside he wouldn't ever do anything he would just be like i'm dying this is what i do well, no, dumb. but you you still understand the animal, and you, it's still your responsibility to care for him, whether he's telling you what you already don't know what he's saying. So if you know he's going to die outside, then you bring him inside. Like that's still yeah, yeah. But it's if I had the reminder of him being like, "Hey, hour four, bro," I'd be like, oh, "All right, my bad. That's I think that's on me." <laughs> I think you would get tired. I think the exotic thing is, is that. It's capable of learning what all two hundred and forty known languages in the in in the world. Uh you you could do that. You could, uh, assuming you spent a lot of time learning at an early age. You can't talk to animals. I think you'd get. I think within a month you'd get annoyed with being able to talk to animals. Every bird you cross paths with, every fucking cat, every dog. Well, here's the thing: every like, kangaroo. Am I? Ta- are they talking to me? Like, do I just now hear animal chatter? Yes, like, I would like, say like just, Dr. Doolittle did when he yeah. couldn't control it. 
I would say no. it'd be this. I mean, I think eventually it would be much like walking down a crowded city street. Like you just hear a bunch of murmuring. And then if you focused yeah. in on what you wanted to hear, then yeah, you could understand it, but yeah. it, it would be much like human communication. Um, now, see, I went back and forth on this because, you know, I, I think it would be cool to be able to talk to animals, but again, I think horses even, okay. And then I was like, Ooh, what about dolphins? Like you could talk to dolphins. Yes, they're the smartest mammal in the ocean, but they're still fucking morons. Like, if they were so smart, they would have built cities and civilizations. They're still idiot animals. Like, they're smarter than most animals, but they're still dumbass animals. Mm. They'd still, like, try to rape you if we went in the ocean, and you'd be like, oh, hey, don't rape me. Like, okay, that's so that's so that's your biggest thing. It's like, hey, don't rape me, dolphin. That's, that's your best communication skill in the water. Maybe uh, that's, why, that's why they do that, because you can't tell them to not do that. They don't know no. So they didn't say no in Dolphin. Um, <laughs> thought I wanted it. You're here, right? Uh, the only animals... That Swimming around with that like, nice ass of yours. <laughs> By the way, there's a story. You'll have to look it up. The woman that had a relationship with a dolphin. She actually had sex with a dolphin. She had a loving relationship with the dolphin. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. The only animal I could think it would be cool with would be like an elephant... And because you can ride any animal you can ride. So a horse and an elephant seem to be the only ones that would be make this worth it. So now you're narrowing it down to only two species in the entire animal kingdom that would make that ability worthwhile. And so I like Wes because I went back and forth on this because I thought about all the technology that we have that you can talk into your phone and it'll translate it for you. So do I really need but then Wes brought up all the like uncontacted tribe kind of stuff and being able to go out into like uh, Djibouti out in the middle of like Africa. Dude, like, you could hey, you could be at the you could be at the United Nations and be like yes. boom 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 and field questions for everybody. And back to the monetization thing, uh, translators make a shit ton of money. You could work for the court system anywhere in the known human world and make a crap ton of money just. And especially being able to fluidly talk in all of these languages and not just have to like kind of like this is my second, third, fourth, fifth language communication ability. Mm -hmm. No, having the ability to understand fully what someone else is saying. So, yes, I feel like even though it's very exotic and very dreamy <laughs> to speak to all animals, I'm going to go with uh, the, 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 the intelligent species that God created for the universe. I'm going to go with mankind. I might go into work tomorrow Debatable. and say, you got some nuts? You want some nuts? I got some nuts. You want some nuts? You got some, got some nuts? nuts? You got some nuts? 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 Thank you. Thank you. I love nuts. Ah, ah. I'm stuck out of my nuts. Because that's the only thing you can get him to do. It's like, hey, squirrel, listen, I need you to run over. I want you to steal that lady's purse because all of a sudden I'm a criminal. I'm like, you got you got nuts? Yeah, I'll give you some nuts and you got to get that purse. Oh, nuts? Nuts? nuts. Yeah, get the purse. Get the fucking nuts and I'll get... get well, I think just that's, just, that's just... I mean, from what I'm hearing, that's just bad on you because you just tell them there's nuts in the fucking purse. Yeah, but then they're gonna steal the purse and not gonna give it to me. So that's fucking pointless. No, he's gonna bring it to you because he's he's gonna bring it to you. Then he's gonna go in there and look for nuts, and there's not gonna be any nuts, and then he's, it's fucking useless to him. And then you and then have he's a purse. Pissed, and then he's pissed, and then and he, he gets all his girlfriends to come squirrel. attack me, and they eat through me because they can eat right through the purse. They don't need me. They don't. Need, they can just go to the purse and be like, "Oh, there's nuts in the purse," and they just chew through the purse. Well, the, fucking point. It sounds like you shouldn't have gotten the squirrel to do something sinister in the first place. It's just a bad example, like all of my examples. <laughs> and don't forget. Stop, stop using your superpowers for evil. 
in Star Trek Four, <laughs> Spock talked to a blue whale. All right, he gave the the Vulcan. Uh, yeah, but that's a bad example sniffle. because he saved the fucking known universe by speaking to the fucking blue whale or humpback whale. Excuse me. Yeah, he did. He did. You're right. Sperm whale. I fucked that up. And and they were technically a superior race of creature. And humans, if, yeah. if he didn't communicate with the humpback whale, then the superior race was going to come down in that uh, tube-shaped spaceship and destroy the planet because there was no use for the planet anymore. Right. God, get your fucking facts straight. And somehow they managed to... Uh, I, I know that disc in Star Trek was big, but somehow they managed to uh, store those fuckers. There's two, there's two whales on the... Uh, on the ship. I never figure that out. It's a big ship, man. Yeah. I heard the disc is like 49 stories uh, high, 39 stories high. And then imagine how wide that thing is. And then you got the rest of the ship with the uh, the propulsion and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. I just didn't think they made space for a uh, aquatic tank for some fucking Vulcan to talk to uh, uh, exotic mammals like that. That's I, think it was a, I think it was a retrofit. I'm gonna pull my dork, so. but I'm gonna pull my dork card even further though. And they weren't even on an Enterprise-esque ship; they were actually on a Klingon warship that had cloaking capabilities. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, listen, we have to uh, we have to get to our sponsorship uh, that uh, Three and Out was brought to you by the Shin Splints. Oh, we're oh, it's back to the Shin Splints. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm unaware. I mean, I am a member of the community, but I was unaware that uh, they were yet again uh, paying for their sponsorship. I was unaware they extended their sponsorship. Yeah, Listen, we're on a we're on a pay to talk basis. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and yes, this week's three and out once again brought to you by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. You can find them on Facebook as well. If you or a loved one has ever suffered from the traumatic. Very common injury of the shin splint, the gentle stressing of the bone and the shin area from extended prolonged use of your legs. Do you imagine the case of shin splints that comes out of running 100 miles per hour? <laughs> Fucking insane. God. Which makes it more important than ever to be a part of the shin splints recovery group where you can find someone much like yourself suffering from a very tender ailment. <laughs> remember, remember, stretch gang. Yes. No, uh, no judgment. No judgment in that group. All right. Get, uh, get the get the inserts in your in your Brooks running shoes. Do you think uh, uh, they're really going to do the trick? <laughs> Brooks running shoes. <laughs> do you think Alex Smith suffered from any type of uh, shin splint? Yeah, um, I think shin splint suffered from Alex yeah. Smith. <laughs> 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 Oh, shit. All right, guys. See you next week. See you. Bye, guys. Good one.